the convention collective Sandbox. At Emerald City Comic Con 2019. Hi, this is Dan Barry. I'm here at Emerald City Comic Con 2019 with Vita Ayala, comic book writer, currently working on Valiant's Livewire. So tell us a bit about the title and how you came to join the group. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, in terms of being a fan, <laughs> uh, I uh, really got brought in by Secret Weapons. I love that book so much. I think it's one of the best things that's come out in the last 10 years, just hands down. Um, but in terms of writing for Valiant, um, I... I was approached and asked to pitch on Livewire the book. I would be one of multiple people pitching. There was no guarantees, but you know it would be something that would be really cool. And so uh, they sent me a bunch of reference material, um, <laughs> you know, like 80 issues or something like that. And I read that over a weekend and then <laughs> sat down to write my pitch. Awesome. Now, other than that, I know you've also worked on other titles like Shuri and um, some Miles Morales Spider-Verse type titles. Just about some of the other books you're currently working on. Sure. Uh, like you said, I'm doing two issues of Shuri in which she goes to Brooklyn and hangs out with Miles, which is fun. Um, I'm also, for Marvel, doing Prisoner X, which is one of the Age of X-Men spinoff titles. Uh, that one's a fun one. Uh, and um, I'm doing Xena for Dynamite, which will be coming out next month. Got it. Now, talk about Shuri. Um, Shuri is such an incredible book, but it came out very much on the heels of the Black Panther movie. How difficult was it not to feed the fan expectations coming out of the screenings and then to create your own story for your arc? You know, it, it can be difficult, even as just me being a fan of both the traditional character of Shuri, but also the movie. Um, but I, I think following, because I'm only doing two issues, um, following Nettie was really easy, right? She set it up. You know, she was very clear about what kind of character Sherry was, and then I was able to take that and run with it. Now, you're running Sherry, like you said, it's a it's a guest writer for a true issue of the minute series. Do you have do you already have stories for her ready to go ahead of? Besides that, waiting to see how those two issues are going to be received. No, nope, Nettie uh, is going right back after, which is awesome. I'm super excited to read. You know, issues eight and beyond. So, it was just a lucky you know accident that it fit into the schedule. <laughs> Now, in the title, it's great to see um, Shuri bouncing off Miles Morales, another character that's had the weight of public spotlight with the release of Spider-Verse. What was the appeal of bringing him into the story and interacting with Shuri? I thought that it would be a really interesting dynamic. Um, they, they said to me I could bring her anywhere in the world if I wanted to. It didn't have to be in Wakanda. And as a New Yorker, clearly I was going to bring her <laughs> to New York. That's what I know very well. Um, and they were very enthusiastic about kind of her interacting with other heroes that are younger that are... Not in the shadow of other people, but definitely have an association to other heroes that were already established and kind of seeing where that went for sure. Now, as a general reader, we often feel that we know this character is more off the back of the success of a movie. How does that feed back into how you write the characters? I try to keep that out of my mind. Yeah, I try very hard to just stick to kind of the context of the comic and what they're in. Um, you know, after it's done, then I, I start doubting myself. But <laughs> in the process, you just kind of got to go. Um, it's the same as with, you know, Livewire, like coming off of, like I said, Secret Weapons being one of my favorite books, um, and I even inherited the team. I, I tried very hard to kind of, I can't be Eric. I, I cannot be Eric. You do your own so thing. Great. Exactly. Like, I'm going to be informed by what Eric does, but I have to kind of go forward. Um, and then afterwards, now that the first arc is out, I'm freaking out about it. But <laughs> Eric is also wonderful and very supportive, so that helped too, kind of. Now, what do you have in plan for the next story arc for the Livewire? 
if uh, you can, if she can say. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little bit of what I can write. So um, it's uh, slightly wider in terms of scope. So the first story was very kind of intimate and personal. Like it is her versus people, but it's much more about her internal life and kind of reconciling what she did in Harbinger Wars 2 um, and what that means for her going forward. So this is her kind of, the next arc is her kind of stepping out into the world again and being like, I still want to help people and I will do what I can. Um, and it's a little bit more live art versus a kind of semi-sketchy structure, if that's the way I can put it without <laughs> spoiling too much. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be slightly larger in scope in terms of who she's facing and who's watching. And who's joining you um, as a artist on the next story arc? Kano. Okay. So good. So incredible. An incredibly dynamic kind of storyteller. Um, I mean, Raul and Patricia as well, clearly. <laughs> um, I think for him, when I look at his pages, even though there are clearly panels, it feels like one big piece of art, if that makes sense. I read it as one page first and then go in and read the panels. <laughs> so I'm really excited that I get to work with him. And like you said, another book you're currently working on is Age of X-Men Prisoner X, which is part of a larger Age of X-Men event. Um, on the book, German Protest Art seems to complement your writing on the series, very dynamic and visceral. Talk, I'd like to talk about how that book came about and what moments you enjoyed in putting that book together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, is that me? No. no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, Herman is amazing. Oh, sorry, Herman. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I kind of, before it even got started, they were like, hey, like, who do you think you want to work with? And then they gave me some options, and I was like, I really like his stuff. <laughs> um, but in terms of, like, the characters and stuff, I was actually uh, brought on after there was an initial outline for the, the whole event. Okay. Um, and kind of a small pitch for that book in particular. So I didn't get to pick the particulars in terms of, like, you know, Bishop goes to jail, um, and then it's his journey. But they were like, you can do anything within that space. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> that if you're going to give me the setup, then I'm going to do, I'm going to take it and run with it. Yeah, so they basically gave you a general outline and said, here, do what yeah. you feel like. And it was like a, it was a very short pitch. You know, Zach and Lonnie really let me go in and kind of really play with the setting and with the characters. Um, and I think the only kind of directive I had was like, don't hold back. <laughs> Just go. Just go bonkers which is the right i'm sure you love to hear oh yeah i was like yeah. okay <laughs> um but i like i had a lot of say in terms of like the no like the physical character designs but really also like how they present them themselves in this like kind of dystopia section of the utopia and kind of how the prison worked so it was really cool and then when uh Herman came on uh we talked back and forth and he actually got to design a lot of the like kind of like background characters and he was super stoked about that and he was like let's give them like names and personalities and stuff and so we really got to do a lot of really intimate nitty-gritty stuff which was really cool um and then yeah i worked with the with zach and lonnie who are show running the event and doing marvelous x-men um on the kind of plot stuff um and my editor clearly as well and so we all collaborated and then everybody in the event got together and was like this is where these things are going to fall this is what we're doing and so that really informed kind of issue to issue how i crafted the story for sure yeah, so it's kind of like a, in the tv world a writer's room type thing yeah exactly yeah. it was exactly like that um but I, what was really nice is that like on our book I, I hope that Herman feels this way, but he has a lot of say. Um, and I like to, like, I ask him, I'm like, hey, are there any things that you want to do? You know, I want to put that in there for you. He's super, super stoked to drop Beast. <laughs> like, so, yeah. so you kind of bounce ideas off him of what he wanted to do and then incorporate those into your story. As much as I can, because I, I feel like the more invested that he is 
the more he brings his A game. And even his C game is amazing, but his <laughs> A game is clearly, as you see, like incredible. So. Now, are there any surprises arising in writing that book? I, I was surprised at how much they really let me do, and I got to bring in a lot of Easter egg stuff, which okay. I, I love that kind of stuff <laughs> as a reader. Um, and it was just an entire universe that I could play with because even within the age of X-Men... Um, this corner is unexplored completely. They're, Zach and Lonnie were like, this is the place no one else gets to touch. And yeah. so no one, you don't have to worry about coordinating as much. So It's, it's your sandbox. Here it is. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> sweet, 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 sweet. Now, other than your current creative partners, um, are there any artists out there you'd like to work with? Oh, man. Um, that is a good question. I'm greedy. I just want to work with anyone I can. <laughs> That's worth that. I actually, I, I wish that I could work with people that I've already worked with again, because everyone that I have had the kind of opportunity to work with has been someone that I've vibed with. And <laughs> I love that feeling of, you know, getting together and creating something kind of whole cloth and really putting all your yourself into it. Like my co-creators on the wild. Uh, Emily Pearson um, and on Submerged Lisa Sterrell like they that was like the best experience and I got to I get to work with my friends that's really where it's at <laughs> so like for Devil's Die I got to work with Liana Kangas and she's amazing and all three of you know those projects we'd sit down and be like what are we doing what's going on <laughs> I like that kind of like process now a few minutes ago I talked with the guys at Vault talks about your collaboration on Submerged yeah uh, that was that was really fun and interesting I, I actually had a very detailed outline going in um, and then I'd written the first issue um, while we were kind of finding an artist, and then Lisa came in, and I kind of changed everything from the first <laughs> issue on. Like, there was just very specific stuff that I was like, I would much rather write towards what Lisa clearly loves to do. Um, and it just so happened that we like a lot of the same things anyway, so that was super cool. So, like, we were constantly talking back and forth and being like, oh, like, I like this creepy thing, and, like, we'll talk about Silent Hill and, like, Jacob's Ladder and, like, stuff like that, and, like... So that was Some it was really organic. movies. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we we really got to kind of talk about tone a lot, which was really important for that book in particular. Um and we really it was hard to thread the needle, but we really wanted to be something that was kind of like oppressively dreadful, but also like you f it felt like you weren't moving but also running at the same time <laughs> if that makes sense. It's kind of that kind of energy. <laughs> I think that she did a great job with it. So now, if all the comic publishers came to you and said you could have any character you want, who would you choose? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm really lucky. I've I've done a lot of work with characters that I want to work with. I, that's a good, I don't know if I can answer that because I don't know. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. Yeah, I wish I'd had time to prepare. Um, I'm actually very happy working on books like Livewire because I feel like it's really important as well. Like, I don't think that I'm necessarily like, I don't know if I'm the cool like person who should be writing the book, but I feel like <laughs> I connected so deeply with the character before I was writing the book. And I know that for me, she meant a lot, you know, seeing this woman, this black woman who is incredibly powerful, but also incredibly compassionate and intelligent. She's like the smartest person in that universe. And so to be able to work on a book where like, you know, I did a signing for the first issue and this little girl came up and was like, she looks like me and I want to be you know, like, <laughs> I want to write comics when I grow up. And I was like, OK, <laughs> like that kind of feeling to me is what it's about. And so 
being able to work on Livewire, and I've written some Wonder Woman, which Wonder Woman's my fav- one of my favorite characters as well, and I'm awesome. writing Xena, which she's my number one character. Like, I'm already blessed. I just <laughs> hope that I can continue to kind of work with characters that are so meaningful. And what titles are currently on your pull list that you look forward to every month? Uh, Paper Girls is my <laughs> number one. I love Paper Girls. I'm sad that it's ending, but also, like, you gotta you gotta end it when it needs to end. Yeah. Um, I read a lot. I read a lot of books from the publishers that I work at because there's a reason I work with those <laughs> publishers. So I constantly go into like the Valiant offices and I'm like, hey, what's new, guys? <laughs> like, what can I read? Or like, you know, I read Cherry before I wrote Cherry, like okay. that kind of stuff. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, off uh, off brand Paper Girls, 100. percent I love Paper Girls. Yeah. And where can people find you on social media? At definitely Vita is both my Twitter and my Instagram. I do use blockchain on Twitter uh, just to kind of protect myself. So sometimes people get caught up in that, but my Instagram is open. So please feel free to, you know, come to my Instagram and say, hey. Got it. And any last words for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, I really hope that you dig, you know, Livewire. And, and I hope that you're reading books that you feel connected to. I think that's the most important thing about comics is that it is about connecting with other people. So whatever you're reading... You know, there are other people that feel as strongly about it as you do, and you should definitely kind of court that community. Awesome. Thank you for your time once again, Vida. Thank you so much.